Hello everyone and welcome fellow piercers and piercing enthusiasts to Real Talk, a piercing podcast from the minds of piercing professionals on the body modification industry and culture. Each episode we will center on a common theme with a guest. We will cover topics including things such as piercing methods, industry topics, jewelry, and trends. I'm your host Will Von Doom, a professional body piercer and proud member of the Association of Professional Piercers. So let's get straight to the point and dive into this week's topic. Welcome back, everyone. In this episode, we're going back to our roots to talk about the same topic we discussed in episode one. That's right about when we were first dipping our toe into the podcasting game. Now, even though this is the same topic, we're attacking it from a different angle since it's been a little over two years. The topic we're discussing is the Ask a Professional Piercer group on Facebook. This time, we'll be looking at it again due to its massive surge in growth, but also from what it takes to run properly the work of the volunteers and moderators, and the toll it takes on them. We have a roundtable with members of the Ask a Professional Piercer group. AJ Goldman of 12 Ounce Studios, founder of the group and longtime admin, chimes in with the stresses and hardships that have come with the growth of a group. Derek Lowe of St. Sabrina's discusses his new role as an admin and how to correctly ask questions for quick responses. Lastly, we have Ali Pope of Native Rituals, They share with us how they keep such a positive outlook in responses and explains how we don't like telling people the things they don't want to hear. So without further ado, listen in as we talk about why piercers volunteer their time, why people recommend who they do, and how the toll of helping out others can weigh heavy on your conscience. go ahead and have everyone introduce themselves since this is kind of a larger discussion uh, with a lot of individuals. So uh, for our folks that don't know, Derek, why don't you go ahead and just start us off here? Hi, my name's Derek Lowe. I am the co-owner of St. Sabrina's Piercing and Tattoo in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I started piercing in 1995. Um, so it makes me real old. Uh Rather than that, I've sort of, I'm more or less have retired from piercing uh, probably three or four years ago um, at this point. Uh, so, yeah, that's me. For our listeners uh, who have been following us for a long time, we'll actually recognize this individual because he was our first interview way back long ago when our show was just in its infancy. But, uh, AJ, why don't you remind our guests uh, who you are and where you're from as well? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, my name is AJ Goldman. Uh, I've been piercing for a little over 12 years now um, over at uh, 12 Ounce Studios in Deptford, New Jersey. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of years. Pretty excited to be back on this thing. Right. And we are excited to have you. And then last but not least is going to be uh, a longtime friend of mine, but a first time person for the podcast itself. Uh, Allie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself as well? Hi, um, I'm Allie Pope. I manage and pierce at Native Rituals Tattoo and Piercing in Oak Forest, Illinois. I've been piercing five years. What years? Yeah, five years. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I love yelling. About 
Yes. I love yelling as well, to say the very least. Uh, So actually, that's kind of a really good bridge to talk about this week's topic. And um, this week, we're actually going to go back to pretty much the first episode we had. And that's when AJ and I discussed the Ask a Professional Piercer Forum on Facebook. And the reason why we're bringing this back up so that we can talk about it again is between our first interview and this interview, it has pretty much exploded in the amount of people that are utilizing it as a service to help themselves with uh, piercing troubleshooting. Uh, But also um, on the back end of it, it has grown a number of professional piercers who are volunteering their time for it. But one of the things that we're going to discuss about besides it growing is we're going to focus on what goes on in the background. So one of the things that we see a lot in this forum is it's just a very well-oiled machine. And that is with a lot of moderators jumping on it and trying to knock out comments that shouldn't be there and trying to make sure that the information is reliable and things like that. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to talk about all those little things, all those different gears that actually make the machine go. And what we are also going to talk about, too, is the toll that it actually takes on the piercers and people that do this out of the kindness of their heart. That's one of the things that really goes unseen for the people using I'm going to just describe it as a service because that's technically what it is as an information source. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to touch on that too, because believe it or not, um, that's an aspect that really needs to be brought to a lot of people's attention. So why don't we go ahead and just kind of kick this off? AJ, since the last time we talked, why don't you go in and just describe a little bit on how the actual group has grown? Well, uh, well, first off, thank you for uh, thinking that it's a well-oiled machine because it, <laughs> it definitely doesn't feel like that at times. Just keep spraying <laughs> it. Spray it with oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> right before this, I mean, uh, I went back and uh, listened to a little bit of our first uh, episode that we did. And so that was in June of 2017. And, and I had said that we had almost 10,000 members in that group. Uh, at that time, the group was roughly five years old, so t- around 10,000 people in the first five years, and in the two-plus years since then, we're at, we're hovering a r- like just under 40,000, and there's well over 5,000 members pending as we speak. It is blown up. Yeah, um, I mean, even in the... Um... Even in the short time that I've really been involved and been an administrator, I mean, the rate at which we're getting requests um, for new members is it's just it's staggering how quickly it's um, ramped up. Yeah, I mean, we we probably get close to 3,000 requests a week at this point uh, for people to join. And for everyone that doesn't realize, those aren't things that you can like blindly approve people to. Because when you run a forum or you run a Facebook page or anything like that, you obviously have to screen to a degree. Otherwise, you get tons of like individuals who are trying to sell watches or <laughs> other sorts of like uh, like MLM, like kind of like pyramid scheme type things. So it's someone literally has to manually go through and make sure that they're first off a human being. And that's <laughs> even before there's possibly like any issues or problem. Uh, what what helps with that, I think, is, is Facebook has a, an option where you um, 
anyone that requests to join has to like you can ask them questions that they have to answer before uh before joining the group so uh the way we do that is they have to answer you know <laughs> nobody does it but the questions are like do you agree to read and follow the rules upon entering the group both Allie and myself we are just piercers in that group who are there to help people out uh for example uh i am lovingly basically the king of new york uh not the city but the state so anytime that there is anyone looking for someone in new york um i'm typically tagged in which i chime in i'm like you should go here because i lived there my entire life before moving to tennessee ali they are actually in chicago so they are really good at you know linking people in that area but also responding to other questions but uh derek and aj your roles are a little bit different can you explain the difference in being a moderator as opposed to just being a piercer that's in that group to help um well i think uh being a piercer in there to help is you get to be as active or inactive as you choose i mean obviously we prefer people to be as active as possible uh, being an, uh, an admin in there you pretty much just give up your sanity mostly um like There'll be times where I take breaks where I don't give advice as often, um, but uh, I never get to take off because I'm the one that's constantly getting tagged whenever there's rule breakers or something like that, and I got to deal with that. So, so even in my my breaks, I still don't really get a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you guys are. I think it's a very wise way that you guys have it set it up because there's almost like a different individual in each time zone. So it's not like there's going to be a lapse in moderation in that group. That was done on purpose. <laughs> yeah. We all know how any sort of thing happens in social media. You post one thing and it upsets one person and then you come back in two hours and there's a 50 to hundred comment string of just insanity between a handful of individuals. So staggering it like that is definitely a wise choice when it comes to a group that has 40,000 members. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when, uh, like specifically when I asked Mike to, to come on and join, uh, it, it was, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, he's a rad piercer, awesome dude and stuff like that. Uh, a big factor was because, you know, he's over in the UK. Uh, so, you know, oftentimes when we're asleep, you know, he, he's, it's not that, you know, it's the next day for him. So he can, he's up and he can handle all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have, do you find it to be the same, Derek? Um, yeah, you know, I, for me, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, cause I'm, I'm fairly new as an ad, as an administrator or a moderator, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, you know, I don't have five years of my life sunk into it at this point. Um, and, you know, I certainly came in a little, uh, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed and, um, it didn't take too long for some, you know, <laughs> some of the stress and the frustration to settle in. Um, you know, and I, also, I also, but I think I come at it from uh, fortunately, or I have the, the ability to come at it from a slightly different place because I'm also, you know, I'm certainly at my studio, I'm still answering a lot of emails and talking to clients at the counter and answering phones. And so I am answering a lot of piercing related questions and doing some troubleshooting and stuff, but that's not, um, that's not my all day long. Right. So, you know, somebody like AJ or Allie who are piercing people all day long, and then also, you know, deciding to volunteer their time, you know, to continue to help people and people who 
aren't their clients and who, you know, there's no, there's no real benefit to anyone for the most part, who's volunteering to do it um, other than just, you know, being passionate about piercing and, and feeling that it's important to try and help people. So for those folks who are piercing all day long and then sitting down and, you know, answering piercing questions in the evening or between clients or when they can, it's, um, you know, my hat's off to them. I think my, my, my ability to sort of have a little bit of a break from that most days and then kind of, you know, answer some questions is, has been a real benefit for me and it's probably helped me uh, maintain, uh, maintain my sanity a little bit. I think that's a really good point that you bring up, Derek, is the fact that there is no value for a piercer to help strangers on the internet besides trying to benefit the industry as a whole. So we have, at least for me personally, in my my experience, what I used to do is I would do a piercing while I'm waiting for, you know, like the statum cycle to run or something similar. I would pop on, answer something and then pop off. But it's one of those things where there's no like inner circle. There's no secret society. There's no <laughs> benefits of like being the person who gets tagged. You want to know what the benefit is? People trust you to send clients and give their word that you are a solid human being and a solid piercer, which honestly is just gratifying as a professional because it means that you're doing your job well and well enough where people will recommend you. Uh, there is there is a lot of salt that flows, and we'll get into that momentarily, yeah. but the, the sure. big reason why I want to have this episode and talk about this is because unfortunately clients only see one side of this. They don't see the side that we do. So when three minutes has passed and a individual online gets very upset with you because you haven't answered, it's because we're not getting paid. We're trying to help you the best that we can. But on the same note, like we're at work, we're doing this. It's off hours. Like I would like to sit on the couch and pet my dogs and like feed them noodles, you know, like things like you. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like it's it's exactly that scenario. Go ahead, AJ. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, like you know, years ago, <clears throat> you know, obviously our businesses have have grown as well. So I mean, I'm a much busier piercer these days than I was five years ago. I, I you know I had more time to answer a client while the statum's running or something like that. Now at this point, I mean, it's pretty rare that I'm not running a, a statum cycle. And then having a client go up front to fill out paperwork and then setting up for another client. So I've got like the stat I'm running constantly. So I don't have time to answer in between clients uh, as much anymore. So that gives me less time uh, to volunteer. So I try to pop in when I can, but because of how, you know, busy, you know, luckily I'm, I'm fortunate for that, you know, uh, but it, it's taken its toll when I try to, or when I tried to spend so much time, you know, at work, then coming home, answering questions uh, at night, answering questions before I go to work. It was like, it was just no break. Well, there's also to add on to what you said, AJ, I feel like a lot of times in just like what we do in general, a lot of us end up doing a lot of like unpaid work and things like that. Like a lot of people, even just with like clients that are actually our clients, you know, no like disrespect to anyone in the forum, but like, you know, like people that are actually our clients will message us. Like, I think I can speak for pretty much every piercer nowadays who the people are. It's like, oh, I have a question. They're like outside of office hours. It's like, I feel like more people now than there were, but like people oh, yeah. are still like struggling to put down that boundary. Like I struggle with that super hard. Or like I'll be 
it'll be like two in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm up. Like I can answer. And it's like, no. And the same thing with like, you know, we're busy with that. And we like, I feel like in general, as an industry, we have a hard time. A lot of us have a hard time setting that boundary. So passionate and excited, but also like, that's how like burnout happens and stuff too, is because then we're like, well, I just got home from this day of dealing with whatever. And then now I have to deal with like, which I'm happy to do is like answer questions and everything. But then, you know, it seems like too, like people are so rarely grateful for it, which also takes a toll, which I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But you know, yeah, it's like kind of have to fight for the for the wins when you, when you get that client that you know or the the online person that's actually like really appreciative. You got to fight for those instances because yeah, is if, if you're fighting for for that uh, appreciation every time, you are going to be disappointed almost every time. Oh, totally for sure. I mean, like, how, like I feel like we talk to other peer, like you know, other piercers. I think all of us can say like we hear that from other professionals who like just observe in that group that are not like vetted or able to reply where they're just like man i couldn't do it because people in there are just so unappreciative and it's like yeah you know like i go in there and answer and hopefully help sometimes not and sometimes they get nasty and like that's their problem but yeah. whatever you know but it's like yeah not everybody like if you like you said if you're gonna like be like oh like you know give me all these kudos it's like <laughs> this isn't anything yeah. like that I definitely don't get very many kudos. Let, I'll put it no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no like internet messages. point. Sure. <laughs> and and the the reality is like none you know none of no one who hopefully I mean I think nobody who's been has been doing this for a while. I mean nobody decided to do it for the kudos. You know. Yeah. I think yeah. you know we, we obviously all we all obviously all volunteered and decided to do this. No one's no one's making us do it. And I think for you know a lot of the folks who are in that forum who. You know, there are definitely are people who express their appreciation. There's a lot of people who don't. And again, for me, like I don't, I don't need anybody to express their appreciation. But it is, you know, the as with most things, the small but vocal minority of folks who, you know, just have unreasonable expectations or who are just kind of jerks when they don't get the answer that they wanted or they don't like the the information that they're given, no matter how true and accurate it might be. I mean, those are the folks who obviously present the biggest challenge. I could go in there and answer questions all day long and never really get upset about it, you know, about anything that happens if everyone was polite and, you know, sort of adhered to the, I think the fairly simple set of rules that AJ and the other admins have developed over the years. And, and that would be great. And everybody could, could have a good time, but you know, there's inevitably somebody who, or somebody's who just has to be a jerk about it or whatever. And that, you know, that's, that's the sort of stuff that, that makes it challenging because we are volunteering it, you know, we're not, we're not getting, I mean, it sounds like it should, you know, we, none of us are expecting to get paid for any of this and it's not, it's not about money, but the reality is we're not getting paid for any of it. And so to have somebody be a, you know, just be a dick to you, you know, in that scenario, just it's sometimes, sometimes it is tough to swallow. But yesterday I saw these other questions get answered. I wonder how come mine isn't? Well, you also got to realize how like Facebook changes their algorithms and, you know, not every post shows up in our feed and, you know, people don't understand that. Like, uh, so th- those people definitely get pretty frustrating for sure. I mean, just as a, just to give an example before we came on, you know, one of the other, one of the other, one of our other admins, uh, Sarah Wooten, um, who, you know, I just have endless amounts of respect for just as well, a human being, her, her sense of and call to service and volunteer, just, you know, all the work she's done with the APP and done in this forum is just, it's just incredible to me. And it's something that, um, 
you know, I, I don't feel that, that level of calling that she seems to, but before, yeah. you know, we came on, um, you know, she shot over some stats for the group. And I think like, I think I, you know, I'll just share some of them with you because I think it, it maybe shines a little bit of light yeah, on just exactly what, what's that AJ? I was just saying that some of the stats are mind boggling. Like, yeah. I mean, so like AJ was saying right now, we've, you know, we have about 38,000 members, um, 5,000 people over plus waiting to be added. Um, in the last 60 days alone, we've added 5,000 members, which is, um, like an 11% increase. Um, you know, and we've out of all the requests, we've declined about 400 people. Um, and I know sometimes it seems, it probably seems like we're deleting and blocking people all the time, but in those nine days, we've actually only blocked or those six days, we've only blocked nine people, you know, which really is, is not that many based on the amount of stuff that's happening in there. And in the last 60 days, I think these statistics were really surprising to me and telling we had 4,700 individual posts in 60 days, um, with 15,200 comments. Jeez. And we've had out of the 38, the 38,000 members, just over 33,000 of them have been active over that 60 day period. Now yeah. I don't know exactly what metric Facebook uses for you know for somebody being active, but that's you know it's not it's it's not like there's thirty eight thousand people and only like seventy five people are you know being involved in the in the group. It's a, it's a super active group, um, and so I think people you know need to sort of understand that yeah it's, it is easy to miss you know and and it would be nice if Facebook had some additional tools to make to make it easy for us to find unanswered posts and stuff but you know we we can only do this with the tools that Facebook you know is yeah, giving I mean, us I think what what the big change was when Facebook really changed um the way we view our Facebook groups like we rarely click into the group anymore it just shows up in our timelines um, so that's, I feel like that's a big part of the problem when it comes to missed posts or anything like that. Uh, because it just, if it shows up in our timeline, cool, we'll answer it. But if we, if it doesn't show up in our timeline, you know, we don't, you know, at least me personally, I, I've gotten out of the habit of going into the group looking for stuff. I just tend to see it when it pops up on my, my newsfeed. Sure. Yeah, I will. I will pop in every once in a while. But part of that too, again, is you know, is just how Facebook is going to decide to surface those posts. I mean, I can refresh, refresh the group, you know, three times in a in a two minute period, and it'll be a complete. And nothing will have changed. No questions will have been answered, or you know, no additional comments. But Facebook will show me a, a completely different order of stuff. So, um, I think there is a real challenge there that people who are hoping to have their have their question answered in a hurry, just maybe don't realize that, that, you know, some of the, some of what is just sort of out of our control. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy monster to say the very least, especially everyone that listens to the podcast or knows me knows that I like nerd pretty hard. So depending on like which nerd game I'm very active in, in this week, I'll see tons of posts for it. And then I'll get like one blip from like the professional piercer forum and like one blip from like a game that I was playing like two weeks ago. It, it just really changes everything on you, and there's there's not a whole lot that you can do no. to change it. You just no, to, and they and they do know, it without. The there was a like what was it, a month ago when Facebook uh, dropped the bump feature. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, oh yeah. That was a fun time because that's part of our rules <laughs> in the group. We have a rule. It's like if your post hasn't gone. Or has gone longer than 24 hours without a response, just click onto your, your post and then 
type bump, and then uh, that'll bring it up to the top, if you will. Well, then Facebook was like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, I think they brought it back in some capacity, uh, I believe. Like, I think it's now just it, you have to type multiple words or something like that, not just bump. So, uh, but either way, during those few days where there was no bump feature whatsoever, you know, what can we do? I mean, yeah, just bump your post. It's not going to do anything anymore, though. Well, the thing, too, is they don't tell you that that's happening. Like, no, you we found stumble across it and you're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is important. It was actually, uh, the only reason I learned about it was because someone uh, broke the rules to tell me that <laughs> so i had to see their comment because you know i i had to delete their comment of course but i was unaware of it until they did that um, yeah we, we get no notice yeah and actually that's a that's a really good thing to bring up so uh and i say this lovingly uh <laughs> the, the elephant in the room here um <laughs> So the group itself is very notorious for if you are an unapproved piercer for making a comment or trying <laughs> to help a, like another person or something along those lines, your comment gets deleted. And yes. there's reasons for this. And the, and the reason why I want to bring it up is because I want to explain the reason why it's done and like how the vouching works and everything like that, because it can come off as a little abrasive, but it's actually set up for a reason. And it does, it does ruffle feathers because a lot of people will be like, how come I keeps getting deleted? And then that gets deleted and so on and so forth. And then you just have a, a temper tantrum to say the very yeah. least. And I say that because I have a one-year-old, I know what they are. It's, yeah. it's the exact same thing. I, I will say I, I do love when people, um, take the comment to heart like it like i'm being like, like rude to them or something like that and i'm like i cannot express this enough it's literally just a shortcut in my phone people like there's yeah. no there's no tone involved it's literally just i delete the comment and type in the shortcut in my phone like that's why it's the same every time <laughs> like like i'm not being rude i'm not you know yelling at you i'm literally if I type in hashtag comment in my phone, that's the comment that shows up. Derek and AJ, if you'd be so kind, can you explain the the reason why we're deleting comments? Like why it's a rule, what it helps uh, institute? Sure. Do you want that, AJ, or you want me to take it? Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> we when the group first started, uh, you know, we we didn't have crazy rules like this. It was pretty much a um, almost a free for all until the group started to gain some membership, and then it became too difficult to to just trust anybody, even if they knew what they were talking about. Because let's be real, we have plenty of well educated clients out there that that know what they're talking, and they could answer honestly half the questions in there. But the group just got too big to be able to to allow for that. Uh, because let's be real, how most information on the internet regarding body piercing is wrong or at best severely outdated. So, uh, I mean, we all deal with this like in our studios, you know, with clients coming in that, that got pierced by other piercers and got bad advice and stuff like that. But the problem with that is all of that, those piercers that are giving outdated advice, all of their clients are now thinking, 
because they've got a few piercing that they're experts and that they're just spreading this information that their piercer told them, so it's got to be right. Well, not if your piercer's, you know, not that great. So the whole point of the group is to combat all of that misinformation. And the only way we can combat the misinformation is to ensure that the people that are allowed to comment and give advice in that group are verified, reputable professionals. And not just any professional, but it, I care a lot about correct information, and I don't want to see some, you know, let's be real, hack piercer. Well, I'm a piercer. I should be able to answer questions in this group. And they're telling people to put tea tree oil on the piercing or crush up aspirin. Uh, we, we care about quality information, and that's the only way Facebook really allows us. Like, we don't have any other options other than to do it the way we do it uh, to control that information. So, yeah, that's why we do it. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you know, to kind of piggyback on what AJ said, I mean, just, you know, a quick scroll through the forum with all of the, you know, problematic and, and really poorly done piercings and bad aftercare advice that, you know, people are come to the forum to resolve is just, you know, is just indicative of how many, unfortunately, in this day and age for, you know, as much information and education is readily available, there just still are a lot of really, you know, uneducated, misinformed, and sometimes just terrible piercers, you know? And so that's that's definitely the severe minority. Like we are the drastic minority when it comes to this industry as a whole. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's absolutely the case. And that's not to toot our own horns. I mean, it it kind of has always been that way. And there are, um, there are way more quality piercers now than there ever have been. But at the same time, the number of, there also are way more piercers than there ever have been, you know, as piercing has just gotten more and more popular and more commonplace over the years. So it's just, I mean, that, that rule, like AJ said, is just there to, to make sure that people are getting quality, you know, getting quality information. It's and I've heard AJ say this before. It's not, you know, ask a random person on the person on the internet forum, you know, people are coming there looking for advice from professional piercers. So we want to make sure that's who they're getting advice from and that information you know, is, is correct and, and safe and usable. And I say this and I'm not saying it to be a, a bash session or anything, but um, a very clear example between this and another thing is uh, in, for those people that use Reddit, it is very similar to Facebook's forums and like groups and things of that nature. There's a subreddit that is piercing uh, that a majority of professional piercers have been actually kicked out of are blocked by the admin. Um, which is kind of funny because the group itself is a well of poor information and no one can figure out who the admin to that group is, but it is actually kind of funny. It's like a rite of passage to hop on there, try to help people out and get banned, uh, <laughs> which actually resulted in the subreddit legit piercing, which is run by um, Tobias Valone and uh, Brett Graham, who really are fighting the fight on, on, you know, that uh, how do i put that on that battleground um but it is it is kind of funny because when you do compare the two if you look on our piercing it is oh use uh you know this is how you make sea salt use tea tree oil use aspirin paste and then when you go ahead and you flop over to ask a professional piercer you get the legitimized professional responses it's it's very similar. If you're looking for a direct hard comparison between the two, one is 
streamlined, like I said, like a well-oiled machine where, you know, machines still have problems, but um, is a lot easier to navigate and get the correct information. And it's, it is just one of those things where I wish people would recognize that we don't want to tell someone that they're doing something wrong or we don't want to tell someone be like, Hey, maybe you should go have that piercing pulled. You know, it's, it's not like, Oh yeah, let me crush them dreams. No, it's, it's terrible. Like it makes me feel bad. And I, and if it makes, I, I know that, you know, the people who are in the, the uh the group itself like don't see talks between piercers mm. but there's been more times than not that i've sent a picture of like one of my piercings to a friend and i'm like hey so and they're just like pull it just pull it out like yeah. don't even bother trying to heal that thing it's coming out you know so it's we're not these immortal demigods that like can heal anything with any material or anything like that we're subject to the same things and unfortunately a lot of the advice we give is actually ones that we had to learn the hard way too so we're just legitimately trying to help you not have to go through the same pardon my French, the same horse shit that we had to heal up and take forever to handle. We don't want you to go through that. And that's the reason why we bring up that stuff. I've definitely been there. You know, I mean, (laughs) I don't think any piercer that was like alive in the late nineties, early two thousands has not gone through war in one aspect or another in regards to their own piercings. I mean, Jeez, I've I've had piercings. I've had I've personally had piercings that should have never been done. That if somebody asked that in my group, I've just been like, "So this shouldn't have been done." Uh, and I know that because I had it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Guess who had a mandible piercing? Yeah, I, I wasn't gonna like totally business. Yeah, but I was like, "Is it the fucking mandible?" That's what he's talking sure, about. Sure is. Sure is a mandible <laughs> with some shitty externally threaded PTFE. Yeah, that was me. Nice. <laughs> That's the only way you do it, obviously. 2006, 2007 was a wild time, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Frankenstein yeah. era. All the, all the way back in 2006, AJ? Jeez. Yeah, remember when you were in your 50s back then? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember it anymore because I'm just that old. <laughs> so, any, anywho, uh, but... um. But yeah, so like one of the things that a lot of people see is that they actually get pretty upset when we're like, please don't comment or things like that. The other thing that seems to be very apparent is a lot of individuals will get, um, how do I put this, will get upset when you're trying to explain what's going on that's incorrect, but they've been told X things or they've heard X things from other people and so on and so forth. And Allie, You've been incredibly, how do I put this? You have the patience of a saint. And yeah, you have like come down like this angelic force to (laughs) deal with these people that everyone is like, no, I'm not even going to bother with that because it's just going to wind up with them being upset. And you are holding their hand and like rubbing their backs and making sure that they're okay. And like going through and explaining what they need to do. And, and, I don't know how, but you are like this individual that can handle what, when I see a comment, I'm like, nope, not going to deal with it. And you're like on it within like 10 minutes. I don't know how you do it. It's it's because she's not an admin. Make her one. She'd she'd lose that patience in about two weeks. I mean, (laughs) because it happened. I've offered y'all can. And thank you. I appreciate it. Sitting and just like looking at my phone and there's a lot of like sighing and looking into the distance. And like, especially if I'm at work, like, 
my counter staff will look over and they're like, is it the Facebook group? And I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, okay. And I'm just like, it's fine. Like, and I don't know. I, it's like, I get, I had this weird, which doesn't matter why or whatever, but like, I'm very paranoid of how I come off via written word. So there's, I feel like there's sometimes a disconnect because the way that I like text people or write out emails or something tends to be very like, oh my God, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I'm a lot more like, is very like dry and sarcastic but especially in like a like a setting where i have to tell some bad news i'm usually like hey this is like super like sorry that i have to tell you this um yeah so like the bad news is it's like i don't really want to do this anyway like i don't want to tell you like someone pierced your stomach when they were supposed to pierce your navel or that like that industrial just has to come out i know you've wanted it forever it's unfortunate i'm sorry but you know but it's just like I'm like, how can I say this in such a way if someone comes back and is an asshole to me after saying this, like, they look like the asshole, because I was as nice as I could be, and if they're going to come at me and be like, ah, oh, you're just an arrogant professional, I'll be like, hey man, I'm really sorry you feel that way, that's cool, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and then they're like, ah, it's like, cool, you know, and it's like, it because it's just, you know, the internet's fun that way, well, but I mean, I just, yeah, I have to try to be like, overly because I want everybody to, like, understand what I'm saying, but also understand that I'm not coming at them in a way that's, like, meant to be, like, body shaming or, you know, any type of anything, which I don't think any of the admin, but especially, like, with navels, because we get so many questions in there about navels and things like that, where it's just, like, hey, like, you know, it's an interesting issue to navigate where it's, like, hey, you're, you know, it's not, you, like, this was done wrong not because you're plus size but because this person fucked up you know and like how do you navigate that without someone being like you know we've all experienced it in studios where someone's like she said my belly is good. so let's leave like as little room for doubt as possible because i want people to be like clear but also walk away from the interaction not feeling totally turned off by piercing or not feeling totally burned by the whole interaction because it's like that's a bummer like you know we've all like you said we've all had piercings we've fight it's a bummer to hear that and so it's like let's you know i try which is why i don't answer as many questions as i probably should because it is a lot to like craft these like six paragraph responses but i like it it's like oh my god thank you i'm like it's nice because i didn't expect that but also you know enjoy yeah it's rewarding to actually legitimately help someone and have them be appreciative of it but that's you actually bring up a really good point there's no way to like copy pasta the responses that you're looking for for each client because everyone is different that's that's the big thing that i feel a lot of people don't realize is we're not just copy well i mean aj is copying the don't (laughs) don't comment on this post thing but but for us to comment on your piercing itself like you got it done there's so many variables you got it done somewhere you got it done with something it was done a certain way it's doing a certain thing and you can't just be like, navel should be pierced three-fourths of an inch, blah, 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 or like, you know, like whatever else that you can think of. So it, it's not one of those things where we can help everyone by just copying and pasting. It is every single post has to be responded to and has to has to have its own written out personalized response. So that's that's a big thing that I think goes unnoticed because if it was just as simple as creating a pro like a text program where you can just enter in what's going on and have an output that comes out like WebMD, uh, 
you would handle this differently. And let's be real. Like if you type into WebMD that you have a stomach ache, you now have like cancer or you have like parasites. Like it, It's not a good system. Uh, it, it's good enough to be like, maybe I should go to the doctor. But aside from that, it's not like a very detailed situational system like the group itself is. Yeah. I think that sort of raises, I mean, I think that's exactly right there. You know, there are some general pieces of information that can be copy and pasted, you know, and a great, I think a good example is I've developed one that I'm pretty happy with for irritation bumps, right? Which is a thing we get questions about all the time, but all that really does is give some general information about what an irritation bump is, you know, why they sort of, you know, why they sort of happen and what the general approach to troubleshooting them can be, but it's not applicable to any one particular situation most of the time, because there's a variety of things you know, that could be going on. And so trying to figure that out. Um, and I think another thing that sometimes, you know, I think most of the folks who are, you know, answering questions in there are pretty good about communicating, but a lot of the folks who are asking the questions maybe don't understand is that there really is um, a strong benefit and in a lot of cases an absolute necessity to be able to evaluate a piercing in person. Um, there are very real limitations to what you can tell from a photo and even from two photos that show you two different angles because you know piercings exist in the human body which is dynamic and changes and and you know being able to see exactly how a piece of jewelry is fitting or you know the exact angle that a piercing is at I mean all that stuff has has huge impacts and I know that I mean it's it's palpable sometimes that it's frustrating for the people asking questions that we you know we can't answer their question right away and we have to ask follow-ups or maybe that we can't even answer their question at all. Um, but, but sometimes we just can't, you know, and I, and I do empathize with those people if they've gotten a bad piercing and the only, you know, the only option, you know, is the bad, the piercer, the piercer who did the bad piercing is the only person that's within two hours of them. Like I totally understand why they're reaching out and trying to find a solution to their problems, but sometimes the forum isn't the place to get the answer, you know, and I think we do, as much as we can and, and more than, you know, more than maybe any of us think that is going to be all that helpful sometimes, but you know, there, there are limitations to what, what the internet can do for you. And some people, you know, it would be, it would be helpful if people understood that, I think. For sure. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do overestimate what we can do from a Facebook group. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I think some of the best answers that we give, are directing them to a reputable piercer, like whoever that we know of that's closest to them. Like, sure, that might not get you your answer right now, but we just solved all of your future problems. You know what I mean? Like, if you have, uh, or at least most of your future problems, because, you know, obviously even the best piercers make mistakes, but still, like, if, if you come to us with, you know, this piercing and it was just done so poorly and we're like, all right, we just got to find you another piercer. Well, awesome. Not you might not even need the group anymore at that point. If 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 we're sending you somebody that we personally trust, uh, that's you know within driving distance to you, then then that is the best thing that we can do. That's not like a. I don't think that of, of that is like a consolation prize. I think that's the best thing that we can do for you. Yeah, that's that's not anybody giving you bad service or blowing you off. That's someone trying to get you the best help that is you know is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm I'm going to cut you off just for a second. I'm going to put on my Will Von Dad hat here and just make sure that I state this. If a piercer recommends another piercer, 
it is not because that they think that that is the best choice for them to answer. Like they have to respond X piercers that are in like X area. It is because that piercer is personally vouching, putting their name on the line as a professional that that person will take care of you up to or exceeding the level that they believe. So Mm -hmm. if someone recommends someone, it is because they trust that human being or have met them in person or know that their work stands for themselves. They will not recommend someone because they are also in the group. It's just one of those things that I want to stress as like old man sitting on my porch that if someone recommends someone and that person is a legitimate professional, that carries itself quite highly. And I I just want to, I'll let you get back to it. AJ, but I I just want to put it out there because it's one of those things that I, I feel that a lot of people don't realize is we're not going to recommend someone blindly just because they're in your area. If we trust someone or have met someone or have worked with someone or they have helped us in the past or, or something among those lines, you feel comfortable recommending them and do so. But if I don't trust you, if I don't like the way that you handle yourself online, if you don't, you know use proper jewelry. If I've seen piercings that you've done that I'm not like personally fond of and other piercers may recommend you, but I don't, I won't recommend you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Plain and simple. For sure. I got nothing to lose. So I'm just putting it out there that I want to make sure that everyone knows that that's the reason why we recommend who we recommend. And everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Some people may like other people's more than others, but the, the main point that I'm stressing is, is if someone recommends someone else, they are putting their reputation on the line, hence why they recommend who they recommend. And now, now I'll disappear out of this conversation. <laughs> again. But I just, I just wanted to lay that down because I, I feel like in this day and age, like people take Yelp reviews and they're like, oh yeah, let's go there. It's got four stars. And then you get there and you're like, holy shit, like this place is awful. And then you realize that they have like four, four reviews and they're all family members or people that work there. You know, it's, it's just something to, you know, food for thought. There you go. That's what I'll end it on. For sure. Can I throw out on the subject of like traveling? I wanted to touch back on something that Derek brought up where it's like, uh, recommend people and whatnot. Like, um, something that happens in the group a lot that like, I know I reached out to the admins about where I was like, Hey, like, be appropriate to make a post like this because I'm not an admin, so I don't want to people ignore it anyway. But like, we see a lot of people chiming in there that are like, "Oh, I already have an awesome reputable piercer. I just bother. I already know where to go." And it's like, bother them, bother us. Come into us on our work day. We want to see how our work. If something that I did is having a problem. I want you to feel okay seeing me and saying, "Hey, dude, like this has a bump on it," so I can be like, "Oh shit, let's get that." T- care of like please it's was part of like any profession so like this is part of our job that's part of what we do every day it's not just like do the piercing and like bye have a nice life like we want to see how it's if there's especially if there's a problem so we can know like did i do that how do i solve this because For not sure. just because like oh we're you know you're bothering us online in our off hours but you know like then we can also direct our resources towards people who they're like the closest reputation is a six-hour drive you know and it's like those are more cases where it's like, hey, you don't already have this resource, like, versus other people where it's like, I already have someone, I just didn't want to bother them. But if they make you feel like they're bothering you, then, maybe, you know, we'll send you to someone, maybe, like, because that's definitely part of, like, what we're here for. And I don't know that people, I'm sure you guys get this, too, where, like, I'll tell that to my client, or I'm like, hey, come on in if anything weird pops up, and they're like, 
oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, come on in. Yeah, no, I, I tell all my clients that, uh, like verbatim, it's like, my job's not done when the piercing is done. My job is done when the piercing is healed. So, you know, my job on this, you know, industrial piercing, whatever, is not going to be done for a year, you know? So if you have an issue, yeah, absolutely come in. I mean, I, I've had it too where a couple of my clients have popped in there and asked questions, and I'm just like, guys, I'm, o- <laughs> I, I'm always at work, you know? Just, just come in. You don't, need to, <laughs> you don't need to post in the group. You can like, I'm always available, you know, that kind of thing, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. That's, like, a big one for me, because I'm just like, hey, come by. Or, like, you know, there are the days where I'm eating, where I'm like, well, then why didn't you go in? It's like, let your piercer know. I'm sure they'd love to help you. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. I can't really comment on that. I mean, that's just well said. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just think, like, you know, the group is more for people that either don't have or are unsure if they have a a reputable piercer that they can trust. You know, I mean, going back to the last up, you know, we, we are limited with what we can do online. So if you do have a, a, a piercer that you trust that is reputable, that's using, you know, proper techniques and jewelry and all that stuff, then they're going to be better than we are online, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, I mean obviously love my clients and stuff like that um but yeah you don't need to use my facebook group you know if you're my client just come in (laughs) yeah and any any piercer that gets mad at you because you come back and you're having an issue is probably a sign that if at all possible you should try to find another individual to help you uh because the uh, honestly like the only things that i get mad at are myself when i like knock over a coffee or i like miss some like a appointment or something i there's there's no reason to be angry at you know clientele for having issues not at all but yeah so uh that actually you guys are really great at this this has actually lots of little springboards for me which makes my life a whole lot easier but um what we're here for exactly just just being helping in all aspects uh (laughs) So the one thing that I want to bring up before we end the conversation tonight is basically I know personally when I was running my own business and working another two jobs and everything like that all at the same time, burnout is such a real condition in our industry. It's unreal. We can't turn off. We can't check out. This is the same thing that we were talking about earlier is like, even after a full day of piercing, we're on the phone in the group doing this kind of stuff. I'll, I'll chime in afterwards, but what has been the toll on you folks individually for the amount of effort that you're putting into this group? Um, (laughs) well, (laughs) poor AJ. (laughs) yeah, I know AJ's like the, the, the old wizard at the table. Like, let me tell you, like, so, um, running a Facebook group should not be that serious. <laughs> I feel like that's not what it was intended to be. But this Facebook group has taken years off of my life. <laughs> like, straight up, it, is, uh, it has been way more stressful than I ever could have pictured it being. Um, because people demand so much <laughs> free labor. Um and, you know, like I, I think I briefly mentioned earlier, like I get angry messages from people because I deleted their comment or I get like uh, like angry messages because 
you know, somebody broke the rules after repeated warnings and they got removed from the group. And it's like, dude, I don't need your shitty messages. Like, the rules are pretty simple, people. It really isn't that hard. But why can't I comment? Well, according to your page, you work at McDonald's. Uh, the group's not Ask a McDonald's employee. You know, like, it, these these things really shouldn't be that complicated and people make them more complicated than they need to be. And then they get really angry at me for enforcing some very basic, simple rules. And uh, I would like to pretend that it never bothers me, but <laughs> when you get as many as I get, it, 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 it does take its toll every once in a while, and it gets stressful. And, you know, uh, getting tagged, especially when one thread goes, you know, off the rails for a little bit, and I get tagged 15 times uh, on the same thread to deal with the same rule breaker, and it just get bombarded with notifications while I'm trying to pierce people, you know, like my actual paying clients. And then I have to hope for a five-minute break in between clients so I can deal with, you know, a shit show on Facebook, you know. Um, so I I would love to act like it's been easy and not stressful, but it's been way more stressful than, uh, uh, than it should be, you know, considering it's literally just a dumb Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, but I think the I think the the reason it's like that is because, you know, because you are the professional that you are and I think most of the people mm-hmm. who are who are answering questions in the group, you know that again, like I said before, we're passionate about piercing. We do care about people and and want people to have good experiences and good piercings and enjoy their piercings and so, you know, you apply that same standard um you know, to the group. And that's, I mean, that's, that's kudos to you for wanting to have, you know, a group that functions the way it does and, and really does provide that level of information. If you just didn't give a shit, it would be, you know, it would be yeah. light, way less stressful on you. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't give a shit, but that's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> no. it's the downside of caring and trying to, you know, trying to do, you know, to, to yeah. do something nice for the world and for people who need help and don't, don't have access, maybe have access to the best piercers. Oh, yeah, um, and sure. I think that's, you know, that that's where that, again, that sort of frustration when people, you know, just get shitty about whatever aspect of the group that they happen to not like is, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a group of people trying to provide, a, like you said before, a really great service and just having people, you know, get yeah. shitty because they didn't get the answer that they wanted. And, you know, the, the toll is real. And again, it's, it's, it's because you, you know, it's because we all care. Yeah, no, I mean, I always, I always joke and say, like, the group is the best and worst thing I've ever done. Like, realistically, I mean, not trying to toot my own horn, I do think it's one of the best tools that's been created for the industry as a whole. Just because, you know, I mean, there's, there's other obviously great ones. I mean, the learning forum is great, too, that helps professionals. But I mean, think about how many clients that we've educated, um, I mean, obviously we have just under 40,000 in there now, but I mean, think about all the people that have joined, asked their question, got their answer, and then left because they no longer needed us. I mean, it would not surprise me if there's been a, you know, close to 100,000 people that have come through that group at some point in time. I mean, think of how many people we've actually educated on quality information when it comes to piercings. So I really do think that it's one of the best things that I've done in my career to help this industry. But yeah, the toll it's taken mentally has definitely made it one of the worst things. So yeah, it's one of the best and worst things I've ever done. Yeah, I mean, I think for myself, um, it hasn't it hasn't been too bad. I mean, again, I haven't been at it nearly AJ, some of the other you know folks who were involved. Um, and I'm you know, 
I think I'm just sort of in a kind of a place personally, and maybe it's a little bit because of my age that it's, you know, if I'm starting to feel too frustrated by it or whatever, like it's just not, I do feel an obligation, um, but it's not that hard for me to step away for a day or for a couple of days. Um, and just like, you know, it's just not, I, I have a, I have a life to live, you know? Um, and so there's only, there really just is so much, there's only so much that I'm willing to give to a Facebook group, you know, as much as I want to help people. Um, and I think for me, I just have a, a real good solid feeling on how much that is. And if I get to that point, then I'm just, you know, I'll just take the break that I need. Um, uh, so that I don't incur too much psychic damage, hopefully. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, there, there's been times where I've taken weeks off. I mean, I, I don't get to take, you know, complete time off because, again, I mean, if I get tagged, I got to enforce the rules, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, when it, when it comes to giving advice, it, uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen, like, I, I give a lot less advice in there than I used to because of that, because of that burnout that it's given me, you know, never being able to, to you know, clock out of work. Um, so, I, I mean... My days off, I've, I'm rarely in there at all, unless, of course, I get tagged or something like that, which, you know, obviously that does happen a good bit, but when it comes to advice giving, I, I take my time off and I, I do my best to not feel bad about it. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely shouldn't. Yeah, no, I pretty much, I mean, I had to take time away from Facebook anyway in general, but that was part of it. It's funny, I remember being, like, I was a member of that group, like, way back when started and was like oh this is cool like maybe one day i'll be able to be vetted and blah blah you know and i'm sorry i didn't now that i'm like vetted and in there i'm just like man this is crazy like this is a lot and then like it's i don't know like i'm kind of between both of y'all where like i definitely spend probably more good just being i don't know a millennial and being on the internet a lot in general and like i definitely like will be in there and again i mean I write really long detailed responses, which is fine, but it's definitely a lot more like there have been times where I've like written a thing and been like, don't just keep it short and sweet and it's fine. And, but I can also kind of step away when needed. And it's very rare. Like, obviously if I'm in there, like actively, then people start tagging me and stuff. Um, I feel like I get a decent amount of private messages, which y'all probably get as well. Um, But I mean, I get a decent amount of like, hey, why did you report my comment? Or like, hey, why, you know, this and that. I haven't had anything like overtly hateful. I get a lot of people doing like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I won't do that again. And I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just letting you know, like, hey, don't comment or you'll be like, I can't delete anything. I'm just here to like, it's a quick thing and it's out, but I'll get a lot of people that it's, I send you a picture of like my like nipple or like, I don't get, those are the only like unsolicited like, dick pics i get are usually people in that group that are like i saw you're an ask a professional like how does this look and i'm just like i mean it, it looks like your nipple is like definitely pierced way too deep my guy like i, I don't it, you know like it's not anything like and there's like kind of line where i'm like is this person being weird weird or are they just like not really have any social decorum and they want advice so like i tend to err on the side of like you probably just want help and then i kind of curb it well, for the record, if anyone ever does get creepy with it, just let me know. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. You would hear from me. Usually I just keep it, like, blunt. Yeah, man. I would see a piercer. Here's the safe piercing website. Take that out or whatever. And it hasn't been like, happened yet. But, you know, now that I say that, I'm going to get inundated. But it's whatever. I was going to say, I mean, 
Um, and I don't, I don't know how useful this will be for you. I don't know how many folks from the forum will end up listening to this, but you know, if you have a question, um, I know, and I suffered from this because when I'm writing, I tend to be very verbose and, and detail oriented. Um, but one thing that can be useful is to, if you do have a question, you know, give us the information we need. Um, and, and if you've been in the forum, you probably rec- and read around, you kind of recognize some of the questions we ask and some of the things we're looking for. So be sure to give us that. But um, try to write as little as you can. Um, you know, as someone trying to go through and answer a lot of times as many questions as I can in the course of a day. I mean, there's nothing more daunting than clicking on a post and seeing seven paragraphs of information and, and the reality and a backstory. And, and I, and, you know, you're just like, man, I can't, it's going to take me four minutes just to read this thing, let alone try and decipher it and then jump in and answer a question. So, you know, it would be helpful to, to those folks wanting to get their questions answered to, you know, kind of stick to the basics um, and don't, um, you know, don't go on too long of a, too long of a, a story or, you know, to Not about what we need. I have been very guilty of seeing, you know, Brett Perkins long, like length posts and just going, I'm not reading all that. Like I, I <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I've absolutely done it because yeah, I mean, ain't nobody got time for that much, you know? Just, sure. I mean, it is, you know, when we're for as many questions as we have to answer and the limited people that are answering those questions, sometimes it's kind of a numbers game, you know, cause we do want to help as many people as possible. And yeah. if I can answer, you know, four questions in the time it's going to take me to read one person's, <laughs> you know, really long novel. I mean, a lot of times that, I mean, that's the route, that's the route that I'm going to go. Yeah, um, no, you know, and sure. We have, we have, you know, 60 some ish, you know, folks who are on our approved piercers list. And this is not to, you know, make anybody feel bad, but they're, you know, we don't have anywhere near that number of people who are actively answering questions regularly. Oh, and, that, and that's fine. Like every, everybody has their own lives and, <laughs> Everybody has their own lives and they sort of commit and do what they can. But I think, you know, it's also helpful if the folks you know, looking for answers understand the, the limited number of people, you know, who are consistently answering those questions and just try and be patient. Um, and, you know, just because the clock ticked over to 24 hours doesn't mean you have to bump your post immediately. You know, chances are good we will get to it. You know, just be patient and give it a little bit of time. And if you haven't heard something, then ev- eventually bump it. But you know, we, we are usually working to get those questions answered. Well, and on that point too, like I, and that's part of why I brought up the, like, go see a piercer if you have one is also like nothing. And this is not to rip on because I love piercing. It's great and everything, but like, we're not in the grand scheme. What we're doing is not so important that any question that gets asked in there, like demands an immediate answer like if it is something where you're like i am going to die like do not talk to us go to a hospital you know like if it's not something where you know like that that's how i and i get like the like client too where it's like i will do my best in a timely manner but if it's something where you're like oh my god this is like an actual crisis actual emergency like it's probably out of our scope anyway you know like or like go to a shop as opposed to like going on a facebook group you know where it's like like, I understand medical care is not accessible to everybody, but don't harass us if we're yeah. doing our best. That, that bump on your nostril is not a, a life-threatening emergency. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All those points. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to ask the questions. Uh, no, no, I, I agree with all those things. But, but so I'll ask one question before we close it out. Do you think what you do is worth it? To who? Oof. 
Well, uh, well, I think I kind of answered that a little bit earlier. I mean, I do think it's worth it, and uh, you know, with, with think about how many people we've helped for sure. At least on, on my end, again, best and worst thing that I've done. I, I do stand by the fact that I I think the benefits outweigh the negatives. Uh, and the day that I don't think that that's the case, I'll probably just hand the group off to somebody. But um, it's worth it, as stressful as it can be, and sometimes I may not feel like it, but overall it is definitely, it's been worth it for me. Derek, in, in response to what you said is, do you think it's worth it to you as a human being, but also to possibly the industry? Yeah, I mean, I think AJ is absolutely right as far as the impact it's had on, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the, yeah, I mean, I would call it, it's had a huge the impact. industry, the community. Industry, yeah, however, but I mean, I think it has both in terms of, you know, educating people and as well as getting just, you know, more clients being aware of the quality piercers in, in their area. It's definitely had a huge impact there. Um, for me at at this point, yes, it has been worth it. Um, I wouldn't continue to do it if it wasn't. Um, and again, I come at it from a slightly different perspective since, since I'm not piercing regularly anymore. Um, you know, not as much of my day is, is spent helping people. Um, and, and it is something when it comes to piercing, that is something I enjoy. And since I'm not piercing regularly at all, um, you know, it gives me a way to, um, you know, be able to give back and help people and still, still be involved, you know, in, in the sort of technical side of piercing, um, even though I'm not actually doing piercings at this point. So, um, yeah, for me, it, it is worth it. Um, and I hope it continues, you know, continues to be so, um, uh yeah no i agree i think i really like i really like helping people and i mean even the little stresses it's usually stuff that like you know a day later an hour later is like funny uh to me at least like i'll just be like oh yeah i remember when that happened where i'm you know super distraught over it or anything i think it's totally worth it and people do seem like they're learning or it's you know it's always really satisfying when someone will be like hey you know here's an update. We went and did this and now my piercing is better. And it's like, heck yeah. Like glad yeah, your problem. I think it's incredibly satisfying to, I know you have to wade through a, a little bit to get to it. But I mean, when people generally respond to you and they are extremely positive and thankful for the situation that they were in and now they feel better and more comfortable about it. I find that extremely rewarding. And it's, I've, I think that's personally just my human nature, but as long as I can help people, I'll continue to do so. And when once I stop and I possibly get too cynical, that's when I'll stop. But I really think that the group itself is an incredible tool for the community because there aren't many things that are like it, to be honest. And I really feel like this is going to be the one to get the most valuable information. And I really hope that this episode, hopefully some of the people are those, you know, thousands upon thousands of members will listen to it will understand what it actually takes from our end to do such a thing for the community and the reason why we do it. And it's basically because we love the community and we want to see it grow and we want to see it go in the right direction. Well, well, speaking of, uh, of growing, I mean, we might, if we want to add one last topic is uh, Derek has brought this up a, a few times is how big is too big. I mean, that, that's a, yeah. that's, that is a question that I don't know if I have the answer to it, but yeah, the, group, the group is growing so rapidly that we struggle to keep up. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's sort of like any organization, especially run by volunteers and, and, and a 
a small handful of them. You know, at some at some point, a thing can get so big. At least if we want to continue to it operate with the quality that it has, where you know it can just collapse under its own weight. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you look at it makes me nervous when I see 5,300 pending requests. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we, we know what that's going to be like when those folks get added, you know, that, that deluge of, of questions and people who don't know the rules and who didn't read the rules, even though they said they would in three different <laughs> questions Yeah, um, before, you know, when they joined. And so, yeah, it is daunting. And at some point to me, I guess just logically, and you know, what I understand of organizations, you know, which is essentially what this group is like it, at some point it can't, it doesn't feel to me like it can continue this level of growth. Um, if there isn't, you know, some sort of change, um, you know, whether that's way more people getting involved and help answer questions, whether it's, you know, limiting the number of people that can be in the group. I mean, again, I don't, I don't have an answer, um, but it's certainly something, you know, that admins have talked about, um, trying to figure out how we can continue to provide that level of service. If the numbers do keep getting that much bigger. Yeah, I mean, we we struggle. I mean, I think we found what we have about sixty approved piercers in there. There's how many of us admins? Was it six of us? Something I think like eight of us, maybe. Eight. Yes, something like that. Um, I mean, realistically, I mean, if the group does get to a hundred thousand, right? How, how are we going to do that with sixty volunteer or sixty eight volunteers? You know, so I mean, there's there. That is uh, an issue that we've talked about, and at the moment we don't have an a, an answer to that. I mean, uh, we'll have to cross that bridge when we get there. But that is that's a concern that we have with this rapid growth for sure. Yeah, that's a whole mess of problems I didn't even consider. Yeah, you know. honestly, neither did I until Derek brought it up. Well, and it's just, you know, and it came about just because just in the short time that I have been an admin, you know, just like I said earlier in the show, just how how much the the number of requests have ramped up you know it used to be six or seven hundred a week and then we're like oh man it's a thousand a week and then suddenly it's you know 1900 and now it's you know just the number just keeps going up and up and so it it just started to become like a a blaring you know glaring issue yeah i mean like going back to the numbers at the very beginning of this episode it was uh 10,000 members uh in the first five years and then we've quadrupled that in the last two so i mean realistically <laughs> i mean if we do another episode on this in two years i i <laughs> i will probably it has been replaced with a robot <laughs> <laughs> i will hate to see what my mental state is at that point if we do this episode again in two years i'm curious to see because facebook now part of the thing that's happening that i've just seen in other talked about and someone did bring it up in professional but like Apparently, if enough things get reported to admins all the time, it's basically telling the the app or whatever that users are having like a negative, you know, heavy quotes on negative experience on the platform. And so it risks like it puts groups at risk of being shut down. I think, AJ, I remember you being like, huh, I don't know that that would be the worst thing, you know, but it's like with, with like the amount that like things get reported and stuff in there, which is like totally like it is a function of it and it is there and it is reasonable. Yeah. It's more that like Facebook itself is like, I hey, actually like, yeah, it sucks because I prefer when people report a post instead of tagging us. Cause then, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if, you, if you report a post, then every admin, you know, will have access to it instead of tagging one, you know, because what if I'm slammed at work and, you know, a bunch of people are tagging me? Well, 
the other admins aren't seeing that. So, you know, uh, I hope that's not going to be the case because reporting a comment is actually my preferred method. So, yeah, please don't do that, Facebook. Just do like an Ask a Professional Patreon. People can pay into it for expedited service and then people who answer questions get paid like 50 cents a question. We've talked about that too. Oh, shit. Okay, well then. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the logistics of how to do that, but we we've talked about that. It would be, I'm sure, a giant. So I was just like, huh, oh, yeah. Patreon is the answer to everything. For, for the viewers, I have no idea. Well, I mean, if if we were getting paid, it might be a little bit better. But I mean, uh, we, you know, let the record show. I have zero clue how to even make that a reality. So don't expect that. But uh, <laughs> we were actually, I think we were talking about it just because. Uh, we were thinking, what would it take to get more professionals to volunteer their time? You know, because of how you know large the group has gotten, we're we're literally we were spitballing ideas how we can get more piercers to be active. You know, um, but yeah, we I have no idea how to make that happen. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think anybody's getting paid anytime soon. No. <laughs> well, still, I think I think people appreciate the services that you guys provide or you people provide. And hopefully maybe something will come to fruition in regards to that kind of stuff in the future. But who knows? I mean, let's be real. Pizza party goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, like pizza. Uh, all right. Well, Derek, we, we might need to chip in. And, uh, how's the how's the pizza in, in Vegas? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm from the probably East some, Coast, probably so some good pizza there. I'm from the yeah. East Coast, so I'm gonna be a you know a pizza snob about that. So I don't know if I would. Big uh... saying. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, so is Will. Yeah, Will knows it. Oh God, I moved to Tennessee. <laughs> Holy shit, it's off. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's how it was in Texas. It was like I didn't eat pizza for like six years. There's one pizza place that is actually like a family from New Jersey that moved down here. You're doing good enough, and I will drive like 25 minutes to them just to get that pizza and come home. So, but yeah, well, maybe we'll think about that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll throw a, you know, we'll, we'll buy some pizza for some of the. Uh, the, the how bar. many how many questions you answer is how many slices? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I I don't. Uh, this is a volunteer thing. We don't get paid. I don't think I can afford that many slices of pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna roll down to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I super appreciate all you folks taking time out of your busy schedules in addition to working and answering questions on this to take some time to talk to me uh, tonight. And uh, yeah, I, I can't thank you enough. I really think it's a great thing to get this information out there so we can have people understand it a little bit better. Um, but before we close out, why don't uh, – in addition to finding all of you on the Ask a Professional Piercer Forum, why don't you guys just go ahead and let our guests refresh our guests on where you're from and where they can follow you on uh, social media and if there are any other things that you want to plug or any of those amazing things. All right. Well, um, yeah, my name's AJ Goldman again. You guys can find me uh, losing my mind at Ask a Professional Piercer or all of my social media is piercings by AJ. So Instagram, Facebook, my website's piercingsbyaj.com, all of that. Again, I'm Derek Lowe um, at St. Sabrina's uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, if you want to follow uh, the studio, uh, it's, everything is just St. Sabrina's everywhere on the internet. Saint is all spelled out. Um, we've got an incredible, um, incredible crew of five piercers um, at our studio. 
And uh, if you want to follow me personally, you're not going to see hardly anything about piercing. Um, you'll probably see a little bit about me and a lot about my dog, Ripley. Um, I'm Ripley! At, <laughs> at Derek Lowe uh, on the internets. Hashtag Ripley the Boxer. Yep. Love her. That's, a, that's an awesome hashtag. I'm just letting everyone know. <laughs> I love your dog. Oh, I love uh, my dog, too. She yeah. rocks. Uh, <laughs> I'm Allie Pope. Um, you can find me also in Ask Piercer sometimes and at Native Ritual Tattoo and Party Emporium in the south suburbs of Chicago. Suburbs, suburbs of Chicago. Um, I work in Instagram. It's Allie. It's A-L-I dot P-O-P-E-X and that's pretty much my Instagram. I don't have a website or anything about Native Rituals and yeah, we're having a good time down. Cool. And uh yeah, the one thing I'll exit this whole thing on is we'll have notes for everyone in this week's show notes, so you can kind of find them easy on our website. Uh, but I will say this. Each guest, including myself on that show, has amazing dogs that are probably 80% of their social media. So uh, please check all of them out because each dog is different and each dog is amazing. So Dogs yeah. are amazing. Dogs are amazing. Better than people. Oh, way better than Now, after this episode stopped recording, we stayed around chatting for a bit, and it dawned on us that we never thanked all of the piercers that take time out of their schedules and work time to volunteer. So on behalf of everyone, we thank all of you so much for the things that you do, and from the bottom of not only our hearts, but of everyone you have ever helped. We truly appreciate it. It was great to sit down with these friends and just talk about how important it is to help our community. I also enjoyed this episode as it gives me the chance to talk about and improve slash reflect on growing since the podcast first episode, which frankly is pretty awesome in retrospect. I want to thank all my guests for all the info they shared in this episode and for coming on so we could talk. If you have questions or want to join the Ask a Professional Piercer team, please reach out to them. You can find links for each of these guests in this week's show notes. Please take some time to follow these guests or better yet, visit them at their places of employment. Or you know what? Maybe you can even send them a quick thank you message for all they do. I'm sure they would appreciate it. As always, I want to thank all you wonderful folks for liking, listening, and subscribing to the podcast, especially all of you that have left reviews on iTunes and the Google Play Store. This is how the podcast continues to grow, and it's seriously amazing seeing how many listens we get on each episode. If you do want to help us out more than just listening, consider joining our Patreon to join our ever-growing community of supporters. These donations in any size to our Patreon fuel my ever-constant and continued effort to provide higher-quality podcasts in both audio and content. If you want to join this community, head on over to patreon.com slash realtalkapiercingpodcast. I would also like to thank our ongoing sponsors of the podcast. Their continued support of the podcast helps to ensure the quality and content episode after episode. Since 2004, Punk Medics has been on the cutting edge for tattoo and piercing aftercare for the body modification industry using natural botanical ingredients. Not only are their products premium quality in every sense of the word, but they also strive to use sustainable ingredients and have a minimal carbon footprint. I truly enjoy Punk Medics products. I use the holy butter for my lobes and the simple cleanse for not only getting my occasional piercing flare-ups to calm down, but I actually use it for a lot of cups and scrapes that I get. Something about it works wonders for me, and to be honest, I love it. 
To check out this amazing company and its line of organic piercing and tattoo products, visit punkmedics.com to order directly or use their handy store locator to find the nearest shop by you. Our next sponsor is Jewelry This Way. For those of you that haven't had a chance to work with this company in the past, let me tell you a little bit about them. Jewelry This Way is a gold-only jewelry company that offers handmade jewelry made in good old Tennessee. The jewelry is made by piercers for piercers, paying attention to the detail that we all look for. But that isn't the best part about them. The best part is that when you peruse their stock on their website, jewelrythisway.com, you will only see their current stock levels of products. That means zero turnaround time. Just click, buy, and wait for your jewelry to show up in the next few days. They actually just even launched an app that makes this even easier to do. For new customers and current customers alike, Jewelry This Way has decided to give our listeners 5% off of their next or initial order with the discount code REALTALK. There hasn't been a better time to try out this company, especially right now because of the college rush. So visit JewelryThisWay.com and use the discount code REALTALK for 5% off today. Our final sponsor for this week's episode is from our California family, Emery Body Arts. Emory Body Arts is owned by the amazing team of Adam and Shelby Richens. They're committed to providing the safest, friendliest, and most professional piercing environment in Santa Cruz, California. Their staff is the only people I trust in Central California to send clients and listeners to. For all your piercing and jewelry needs, make sure to visit our friends at Amory. Follow them on social media under Amory Body Arts. You can find more information about these companies under the Sponsors tab on the website, realtalk.com. A piercing podcast.com. To ask questions, suggest topics, or get more info about your host or today's guest, please visit us at realtalkapiercingpodcast.com. If you have a moment and enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. The views and opinions expressed by the host and guest are their own and do not represent the official position of the Association of Professional Piercers or their places of employment. Music by Broke for Free.